0: Hello, Vitality Explorers. Dr. Alan Mishra with another edition of the Vitality Explorer podcast. This week, we're going to talk about three things like we typically do. We're going to start off this week with a new feature. We're going to do three quotes, not one, but three all about the same thing to sort of lay out the theme for the day. And these are all about time. The first one is from Benjamin Franklin. You may delay but time will not. You may delay, but time will not. Second one from Bruce Lee, action figure, uh, martial artist quote, if you spend too much time thinking about a thing, you'll never get it done. If you spend too much time thinking about a thing, you'll never get it done. Wise quote from Bruce Lee. And the final one from Steve jobs quote, your time is limited. So don't waste it living someone else's life. Okay. our goal here on the Vitality Explorer podcast is to enhance your vitality, to improve your physical, mental, social and spiritual well-being. It is actually also to take the friction out of staying vital. So what you get by listening to the Vitality Explorer podcast is my homework. Each week I review probably about a dozen different articles scientific articles, and I try to come up with three posts for the Vitality Explorer Substack site, and then I reduce them down to this 20 to 25-minute podcast so that you can consume this at one and a half speed, two speed, it'll only take you 10, 15 minutes, and get specific, actionable, scientific information. As far as I can tell, nobody else is doing this. So if somebody says, what is the Vitality Explorer podcast? It is how to stay vital in about 25 minutes or less, and based in science. Okay. You can review all the r- references for the uh, uh, things we're going to talk about today, which include the three ma- minute, excuse me, the 3 million second challenge, mastering your minutes to master your life. And purpose is a brain booster shot. Okay. Um, again, our, our concept, our, our consistent theme on Vitality Explorers is that vitality is a skill and it is a gift that you can give yourself by taking ownership over your decisions. So what I'm trying to do with the Vitality Explorer podcast is to help you facilitate making the best decisions about what your best next step may be. So we're going to be focusing a little bit more on time and purpose in the next few weeks and we're going to jump into our first one and that is the three million second challenge. Uh, Sort of the subtitle is How to Ignite Your Vitality in 35 Days. Because guess what? Three million seconds is almost exactly 35 days. And the concept is focused on why time management matters. So um, it's now been a few days since I put that post out on Vitality Explorers. Uh, December 4th, we're going to review what I have done or what I've wanted to do or will have done by that time, but I want everybody to pause for 45 seconds. If you want to, on the Vitality Explorer Substack site, there's a beautiful, gorgeous waterfall from Morocco. I got a chance to travel there last year, and this is a a slow motion uh, video, of this waterfall that I took. But I think it's a very simple thing to look at, to listen to, and contemplate what could you do in the next 3 million seconds? What could you do in the next 35 days or about 5 weeks? And there's some questions to consider. So think about this. What part of your vitality needs the most work right now? Now, you need to be honest, okay? No sugarcoating it because this is only you talking to you. But is your physical well-being okay? How's your sleep, your weight, your strength, your endurance, or your flexibility? How's your mental wellness how are you doing with your discipline, your purpose, your resilience, your relevance in the world? How about your social well being, your social vitality, your connection with, with your friends, your family, or your coworkers, or your community? And finally, how about your spiritual well being? How much have you been focusing on serving others or believing in something bigger than yourself? Those are the four components. Those are the four core components of vitality. Now, think about what is your most important immediate need? After you think about that, then think about what or, or how could you make the most impact in your life, not just your life, maybe, but also the life of somebody else around you or maybe even the world. And what could you accomplish if you silence that nasty voice of judgment in your head? Okay. When I was reviewing and re- researching for my book, Dare to be Vital, I asked dozens and dozens of very, very successful people, what is their superpower? Okay. And... The consistent reply I got was they were able to silence the voice of judgment in their head. They didn't always say it exactly that way, but what they said is, I have doubts. I didn't know if I could do this. I wasn't sure if I could do it, but there was a bigger part of me that told me I could. So the final question about what you could do is, what could you possibly do if you didn't limit yourself and you stopped fearing failure? Okay? Okay. Now, let's quickly pivot. And i got a very important thing to say to everybody, myself included. Stop dabbling today. Stop treating your life like you don't have a limited amount of time. Stop working on your to-do list and start executing on your to-done list. Now, this is not a joke. You can tell I'm excited about this this week because I think time is so important to our vitality. OK, we got to we got to really get a hold of our time management skills. And we're going to talk about a paper um, in a minute here on our second one. But what I'm trying to help people do here is to say we all have a ton of things on our to do list. And some may be work assignments, some may be related to our family, our friends, our community, but put it all down on paper just to vomit up everything you think you need to do in the next three million seconds. Mm. 35 days, five weeks, that's what it amounts to. Okay. You can also do this for today or a week or a million seconds, which is 12, approximately 12 days. But here's the deal: rank order that list. Be very, very careful what you put in the top 10, and especially in the top five. And then review and revise that list. Maybe even sleep on that list for a day. But here's the here's the here's the thought. Once you get that top 10, Highlight the five that you want to have done in 35 days. Not the the ones you think you're going to do, the ones you will get done. And then start that process over again. And it could could be, here. let me just give you some examples. And these these again are on the Vitality Explorer Substack site. you might want to lose some weight. You might want to complete a specific project at work or home. You might want to enhance your relationship with your spouse, brother, sister, parents, boss. Um, You might even want to apply for a new job. You might want to start a new habit like praying or meditating or doing yoga every day. You might need to work on your social vitality and try to find new friends or specifically two new friends. You might want to work on your physical vitality and do some resistance every day. The the number of things you could do in the next 35 days or 3 million seconds is almost infinite. The, The idea is just to give you some examples. But here's the hard part. Here's the very hard part. And this is for vital people only. If you don't want to be vital, you can stop right now because I'm done trying to sugarcoat it. We need to take ownership over what what we do with our time. This is so important. And the details of this are something that I've used in my Stanford courses in the past. And this is something I've actually done for myself right now. Take out a three by five card or a small piece of paper, and I list the top three most important tasks that i want to have done aim high be specific this is your assignment should you choose to accept it and consider three categories for this particular exercise what is the most important thing you could do for yourself personally again that could be physical mental social or spiritual what is the most important thing you could do for yourself professionally all right finally and what could you do in a service or collaborative kind of fashion now when you get that list you put To done on the top, okay. Not to do to done one, two, three, write it in ink, okay. Don't include any general statements like I want to feel better or I want to have more friends, and don't use any more space than a three by five card, okay. Then take a picture of that card and mail the card. Does anybody know what mailing is? You put a stamp on it, put an envelope, and mail it. You can do that, or you can take the 21st century version of that. Take a picture of the three by five card or piece of paper, and then Text it or email it to somebody, okay? The reason you do that is to have somebody be your accountability partner, okay? Now, once you've created that list, once you've found an accountability partner, and we'll talk about that more in a second, um, this list becomes your North Star. It becomes your guide to how you're going to spend your precious time. You need to focus 90 plus percent of your effort on those top three things in your to-done list whenever you can. And sometimes we forget that focus is a forgotten elevator to success. So you may have a hundred things to do, but I've asked you to go through this exercise of identifying the top three, and be focused, setting a deadline, and having an accountability p- uh, partner helps you execute. Then you're the one who chose those top three, or maybe they chose you partially because they need to get done, but enthusiastically attack it. Don't, don't neglect it, don't put it off, Attack that to done list every day, and then in 35 days, you will have done it, okay? Now, I'm participating, as I said, in this 3 million million second challenge myself. My accountability partner is former Navy SEAL Captain Tom Chavey. Um, He's a very tough taskmaster, and I just mailed mine off a couple days ago to him. He's not going to open it, but we're going to open it on December 2nd or December 4th. But the reason it's valuable is I know I have to report back to him. I don't want to disappoint him. And I certainly don't want to spit out a bunch of excuses to him. But I also want to be proud of what I accomplished. I can't say, like, I'm just going to take the trash out or, you know, I'm going to brush my teeth every day. He would give me a hard time for that. The primary goal of this difficult exercise is to help all of us prioritize our precious time. The secondary goal is to get three specific important things done in the next 3 million seconds or 35 days or five weeks. Okay? So I know together... We can crush this. So if you want to send me your to done list, if you're serious about it, you can send it to me at am at daretobevital.com and I'll do my best to help support you in this 3 million second challenge. This is a one-time offer, okay? <laughs> so if you're listening to, this is in uh, November of 2023 when I'm recording this. So if sometime in the future, if I don't immediately respond to you, it's because I'm maybe too busy. But for right now, I'm happy to try to be an accountability partner if somebody's listening to this and wants to do it, okay? Um, that doesn't mean i'm going to email you back and forth every time but i'll try to be here as best i can now again the reason why we're doing this is to help you get three things done but the other reason why we're doing this is mastering your minutes helps you master your life and and there's actually peer-reviewed public or published data that supports that so here's the thing that's kind of staggering um and and this is again on the vitality explorer Substack site you can look at the references if you want to see them in detail but here's a quote from a paper that that was called does time management work and the quote is this quote the effect of time management on life satisfaction is 72% stronger than on job satisfaction that's the first quote second quote the importance of time management is har- hard to overstate so those are the conclusion of this research article that was published about time management and meta analysis And if you're interested, you can, again, look at the Vitality Explorer Substack site, and you'll see a video of of the corpus clock. Now, the corpus clock is a very, very cool clock that is adjacent to the University of Cambridge campus in England. And there's this creepy insectoid-like creature that's driving the clock. And it's meant to remind us that time marches relentlessly forward. And the creature in this clock are actually incredibly captivating, but also terrifying when you look at them in person. So every time I look at the video, which again, you can see on the Substack site, it reminds me that we should savor every second. Now, time management, according to the paper, is a very interesting thing. I mean, we, we all know that we should manage our time, but breaking it down as, as in this definition, I thought was quite interesting. And here's how they define it. Time management is defined as, quote, a form of decision-making used by individuals to structure, protect, and adapt their time to changing conditions. And the paper dares to ask this question, does does time management really work? So here's some other fundamental fascinating findings from the paper. Number one, time time management uh, was linked to all types of, of results that are performance-based except standardized tests. And the second is, quote, we found no substantial relationship between time management and cognitive ability in our meta-analysis. So this, this means that you know, we can, we can advance, advance our sort of cognitive ability with time management, but it is related to our vitality. And establishing that time management affects our well-being, I think, is a massive, major finding of this paper. So they looked at time management and, and smashed it up against things like job satisfaction, life satisfaction, mental health, optimism, positive affect, sense of purpose, and overall well-being. And the, the, the paper also found, quote, substantial, unquote, correlations between time management and two critical components of our vitality. And that's number one, a sense of control over one's life. And number two, a person's sense of self-esteem. So the final one they found, which I think was really important, is they found a link um, between um, time management and conscientiousness, okay? So this is something that, again, we, we think about, you know, somebody conscientious, that means they're orderly, they, they're they good at what they're doing in terms of um, trying to understand, um, organizing their time and being conscientious with their time Um, and, and what they found is that the more conscientious a person was not surprisingly i guess the better they were at managing it but here's a final quote from the paper is time management may be primarily a wellness enhancer rather than a performance booster time management may be primarily a wellness enhancer rather than a performance booster so here's the overall analysis and some suggestions Uh, Vitality Explorer suggestions here. I think time management can clearly be considered a verified vitality uh, enhancer based on the the data in this paper. And today I'm going to suggest that you begin to master your minutes. Think with time in mind. Think what you could do over the next three million seconds. Expect, here's the important part, because sometimes, oh, we put it down on our to done list. Oh yeah, it's done, right? Guess what? It ain't going to be easy. You need to realize you will face challenges, but you gotta turn those challenges into barriers. And if you turn the challenges into barriers, then you can find a way to climb around, through, or smash through those barriers. Um, But don't give up and never give into your doubts. Remember, super successful people are not without doubt, it's just they learn how to overcome their doubt. So I hope you've enjoyed this, this first two sections on time. A very, very close cousin of time that's a pillar of your vitality is purpose. And new data suggests that purpose can be considered a brain booster shot. And, and this is really interesting. This is a very interesting paper about how purpose enhances memory and decreases inflammation. So you can sign up at, at a new site, V Y V E R S E dot com to receive a free text message newsletter. You can also sign up at Vitality Explorers to uh, receive email versions of these posts that I work on every week. But let's start talking about something that's crucial, and that is pinpointing your peak purpose. Now we've talked about this before, but this is now in the context of a new paper called Purpose in Life and Markers of Immunity and Inflammation Testing Pathways of Episodic Memory. Have a lot of words in that t- in that in that title of the paper, but this paper was pretty big. In fact, it was very big. It looked at eight thousand nine hundred and ninety nine individuals, almost nine thousand people in the study. And what they did is they tested a sense of purpose. They looked at blood inflammatory markers and memory. And the results of this paper are just flat out fascinating. So here's the primary conclusion: "Quote, purpose is associated with healthier immunity and inflammatory profiles, which." Um, maybe one of the mechanisms through which purpose is associated with healthier cognitive outcomes over time. Let me say that again. Purpose is associated with healthier cognitive outcomes over time. All right. So there's a little graphic because the researchers were trying to figure out this connection between purpose, inflammation, and memory. And previous data has shown that Um, their better brain brain function is associated with a higher sense of purpose. But what they looked at in this paper was episodic memory. And I always learn something when I do this because I'm like, okay, what is episodic memory? But here's the the definition. Quote, the ability to encode and retrieve our daily experiences. All right, now this is obviously crucial to our, our vitality. But far too many people lose this ability in their 50s and 60s. So episodic memory was used, and here's how they do it. It was pretty interesting. I don't know if I want to do this test, but I guess you could you could use this test. This is a validated test. Quote: Participants were read a list of 10 words and, and recalled the words immediately, and then after a brief delay, the sum, excuse me, the score was the sum. Of word words correctly remembered across the two recalls. And the total range obviously is zero to 20. So that's how they measured episodic memory. Now, how do you measure purpose? This is really another part of how I, I learned by doing this, and I hope you're gonna learn with me on this. As I describe to you the purpose in life subscale of RIF RYFF, interesting, scales of psychological well-being. They used sort of that subscale to figure out the overall sense of purpose that the participants had and they had had them answer questions and rate it from on a six-point scale from strongly disagree to strongly agree in statements such as like i have a sense of direction and purpose in my life i live one day at a time and don't really think about the future i used to set goals for myself but now seem that uh, seems a waste of time and I enjoy making plans for the future and working to make them a reality So some of those are positive some of those are negative they score them obviously inversely to based on what the statement is but they get an overall uh, score based on the direction of a higher purpose. that's what they smashed up against you know their sense of uh, episodic memory and then they took it to the level which is fascinating again, I keep using that word I'm like Spock here this is fascinating right but they looked at, of a series of blood inflammation markers, including white blood cells, IL-6, C-reactive protein, and something called the systemic inflammation index. And here are the primary scientific findings. Higher purpose in life was associated with lower neutrophil counts, lower IL-6, lower C-reactive protein, and lower systemic inflammation. And some of those specific inflammatory factors were also prospectively associated with better episodic memory and they think that it was mediated between per- purpose and episodic memory. So inflammation is sort of in between there, right? So I think the, the, the paper further explored why purpose is, is important to our vitality. So why do some people who have a high sense of purpose, how, how, why is their memory better? Why is their inflammation lower? Um, and here are three of the paper's findings. Number one, purpose is associated with frequent engagement in physical activity, which can reduce inflammation. Number two, purpose may help, it, um, against the development of psychological distress, which is also infl- inflammatory. And number three, individuals who have a higher purpose are less likely to smoke. Okay, and obviously, smoking is bad for you. Smoking creates a lot of uh, local and systemic inflammation. But here's the overall Vitality Explorer analysis and recommendation. And it's very important to understand that higher levels of purpose promote health, period. Higher levels of, of purpose promote health and overall well being. This paper suggests that higher levels of purpose also can enhance our memory. And I don't think we should discount the findings because inflammation is one of the most closely correlated markers of aging with many diseases, not just things like dementia, but heart disease, diabetes, even even cancer. And pinpointing your, this is non-pharmacologic, remember. Pinpointing your peak purpose should be at or near the top of the things we should pursue if we want to live our most vital lives. I've been beating this up for years. The data is now coming in that proves that knowing your purpose, knowing how to manage your time, are hugely important to your overall well being. So here's the action suggestions about purpose. Number one, work today on identifying your peak purpose for a thousand seconds. You're all wasting, myself included. 1,000 seconds a day, that's 17 minutes, but spend 17 minutes, 1,000 seconds today thinking about why you are here on the planet. Okay, remember your vitality is your most important modifiable vitality asset and you can expect it to be challenging to identify and you should embrace that challenge and your vitality, excuse me, your purpose can change over time. So, you know, just an example I've given before is like when maybe when I was in my early 20s, my purpose in life, was maniacally focused on becoming a doctor and becoming a surgeon over time. That morphed into becoming a father, becoming a husband, becoming a community, you know, person, becoming a researcher, lots of different things. But here are seven steps. Actually, I'm going to give you three and you can find the rest of them on the Vitality Explorer Substack site. But here are the first three of seven steps to pinpointing your peak purpose. Number one, reflect on your values and passions. That, can, that thing, that seems like, you know what are your core beliefs what are your values what are your passions what what issues do you care about most what activities give you a sense of joy so number two is explore your strengths and skills create a natural list of your natural strengths and, and acquired skills somebody may be super fast somebody may have no fear of public speaking some somebody may be acquired the ability to speak publicly or tie knots and become a surgeon or whatever your acquired skills are maybe it's coding in an elite way uh, playing the guitar whatever that is um, think about what people compliment you are on you about your abilities and then how can you use those to make an impact impact on the world this is all going to help you find your peak purpose and the final one is to get out of your comfort zone take on a new challenge take on a new project or do something completely different take a take a Pilates class take an art class try to just do something different, you may discover that you have an un, uh, unknown talent for, for drawing or, or for doing something different. That new passion could become part of your peak purpose. So again, this you can, you can read more about that in the seven steps to finding your peak purpose. There's also a, a post on the Vitality Explorer Substack site called the Vitality Blueprint, which helps you master your time, discipline, purpose, sleep, fitness, closeness, service, and hope. I hope you've enjoyed this week's version of the Vitality Explorer podcast. You know, remember that quote from Steve Jobs: "Your time is limited, so don't waste it living someone else's life." Uh, this week, again, we covered the three million second challenge. We learned how to master our minutes to master our life, and we finished with purpose is a brain. Booster shot. All right. This is episode number 92 of the Vitality Explorer podcast. We're closing in on 100. I got to figure out what we're going to do for number 100. Uh, Please know that I love doing this, I love researching and trying to find specific, identifiable, scientific data that can help us live our most vital life. If you're enjoying this, please leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get it. Please share this with your friends, families, co-workers in the world. And until next time, as always, dare to be vital. Thank you very much for listening.